I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 417 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action that's coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, I have got an incredible guest who is returning to the podcast today. UFC Hall of Fame fighter Tito Ortiz is back with me here on First Class Fatherhood. Tito is currently a candidate for city council in his hometown of Huntington Beach, California, with an ambition to become mayor. The Huntington Beach bad boy last appeared on the podcast here back on episode 237. That episode goes much deeper into Tito's fatherhood journey and his own upbringing as well. Today I'm going to focus more on Tito Ortiz, the candidate, what it means for his family, why he decided to run for office, and how the campaign is going. Tito has kicked ass inside the octagon for many years, and it is now encouraging to see him step inside the political arena. Uh, He is a family-focused, first-class father, and I truly believe he will do what is right for the community that he is so passionate about. Election Day is going down tomorrow, and Tito Ortiz will be here with me in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. And today's interview with Tito Ortiz was recorded on video and is available for you to watch on my YouTube channel, so if you'd like to watch the conversation between the Huntington Beach bad boy and myself, please get over and hit me with a subscribe on YouTube. The link is in the description of today's podcast episode. All right, and if you guys are big fans of the UFC, please go back and take a listen to some of the UFC dads who have joined me here on a podcast, including UFC president Dana White, fighters Dustin Poirier, Matt Brown, Tim Kennedy, Eric Anders, and many others. And as I said here, Election Day in the United States is tomorrow, and I have got an awesome dad joining me for a very special episode of the podcast here. He is running for Congress in New York and looking to unseat the congresswoman known as AOC. John Cummings will be here with me tomorrow. John is a former NYPD officer and school teacher from the Bronx. Do not miss out on that episode. All right, guys, and I know that the elections are a big deal, but I honestly feel and believe that the best way towards a better America is through stronger family units. No matter who we see in office, if we continue to have an overwhelming number of kids growing up without a father or having a father figure in their life, things are going to get worse, not better. As a man of faith, I pray that all of our elected officials will keep the family units in mind with every piece of legislation or policy that is proposed. The family unit is the nucleus of our nation. The founding fathers knew this to be true. Whatever happens tomorrow, please do not let a difference of political opinion destroy your family. All right, so let's go, dads. As always, please help me spread the word about this podcast. Every father in your neighborhood or in your contact list, let them know about the show that's here celebrating fatherhood and family life. Fatherhood rocks, family values rule, and every day is Father's Day. Right here with me, and I'm going to be right back with the Huntington Beach bad boy, Tito Ortiz. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, if we learned anything this last year, it's that building health and immunity is more important than ever, and that all begins with what you put on your plate. Belcampo is on a mission to revolutionize the meat industry for the well-being of people, the planet, and animals by farming meat the right way with certified humane, regenerative, and climate-positive practices, which means it's better for you, the planet, and the animals. That's a trifecta that I'm proud to be a part of, and right now, First Class Fatherhood listeners can have Belcampo sustainably raised meats delivered right to your door using my promo code FATHERHOOD at belcampo.com forward slash fatherhood and get 20% off your first order. Go visit belcampo.com forward slash fatherhood, use the promo code FATHERHOOD at the checkout, and save 20% off your first order at Belcampo. Campo. 
joining me now, First Class Father, Tito Ortiz. Welcome back to First Class Fatherhood. Right on, man. Thank you for having me on the show again. Appreciate it. All right. Uh, let's get an update here. How old are the kids now? What grades are they in? And uh, how has the uh, COVID affected them with school? Oh, wow. Gosh, that's a lot in all one. Uh, uh, <laughs> ages right now, uh, of course, uh, my oldest, Jacob, he's uh, 18. And then uh, my twins are 11. And uh, Jacob will be actually is in his senior year right now. Um, and then my twins are in their uh, sixth grade year. And as COVID, it's a bummer for me. Um, happy for them because then they don't have full days of school. But uh, doing the Zoom classes uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays. But they're able to go to school on uh, Thursdays and Fridays, but only for a few hours. And even the Zoom classes are only for a few hours each day. So, you know, my kids have worked really, really hard over the last, uh, gosh, six, seven years now. Um, they're both in gate classes. You know, I'm talking about my twins. And uh, it, I just don't think they're getting the right education of uh, the Zoom classes. You know, when the teacher gives them an, um, a project or uh, to do their work and says, well, you guys got to look up the rest on uh, YouTube and that's what my kids go to school for, you know, my kids go to school for, you know, to have social skills with their friends and to have the uh, contact with the teacher to learn the right way of things and not to look it up themselves. Yeah, I have th three of our kids are in Catholic school. We have one in the public school. The three that are in Catholic school are going full five days. And it's definitely a big difference from the one that's staying home and kind of getting away with murder here. And it's not really yeah. I mean, he loves it, but it ain't helping him out whatsoever. So I agree with you there, Tito. Yeah. Um, so let's jump into this right here. Obviously, uh, you're running for city council in your hometown here, Huntington Beach. What, what what made you finally decide here to jump into the political arena? Why did you decide to run? Well, you know, um, it came down to uh, having to defend my city. Um, on June 6th, downtown Huntington Beach, uh, a week prior, they had uh, some peaceful protesting down there, um, which they claimed it was peaceful protesting, but there was a few fights that broke out. Uh, Black Lives Matter and Antifa guys came down and... They got stood down by uh, the residents in Huntington Beach. Uh, the police officers did their job also. But then on so social media, Tito Ortiz, 1999 on Instagram, I got a direct message of somebody saying that uh, we didn't do our job right the first time. We're going to come back. We're going to burn this building down. We're going to rape the women and the children. Um, and it was very vicious. So I took it very personal. And I was like, huh, not in Huntington Beach. This ain't happening. I called about 30 of my friends, four of my special force friends. We stood down there in Huntington and... Uh, made sure the town did not get destroyed and didn't get burnt down. You know, Long Beach was uh, a close community to us. Uh, Santa Ana, uh, Garden Grove, and Los Angeles mostly got burnt down. But Huntington Beach, that day, we stood strong. We made sure they couldn't press and walk downtown to destroy downtown. They didn't, but the police officers couldn't stop them from walking downtown. But uh, us as citizens, we came together that day. And it felt, me, uh, felt like I had a lot of power. I felt like uh, that... I needed to fight for Huntington Beach. And then I sat back and was like, you know, maybe I could be a police officer. And as I started doing my research, I started putting my paperwork together. I did, uh, what was it, uh, the Martha McAllen show on Fox. And I told her I wanted to be a police officer. And um, as soon as I got off my phone, or as soon as I got off the interview and looked on my phone, I had about 20 to 30 uh, text messages from friends who are officers themselves. They're like, Tito, no, 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 no. You don't want to do this, man. You're putting yourself in danger. You put your li your uh, partner in danger. You put your family in danger. And uh, your hands are literally be handcuffed because you got to do what the sergeant says or what the chief says. Um, and you got to listen. You got to obey the orders. And I was like, OK, so how else can I help? And uh, one of my friends would be like, God, you know, you ever thought about being mayor of Huntington Beach? I'm like, wow. Hmm. Mayor Ortiz. I got the ring to it. Uh, I, th I think I could do this. 
And uh, I started uh, doing my research. And once I started doing my research, come to find out that you got to be appointed by uh, Huntington Beach City Council. So that's where it starts. It starts at uh, being Huntington Beach City Council. And I had about a week and a half to make sure all my paperwork, paperwork was turned in. I had to get 30 signatures in about a day and a half. And I was going, damn, how am I going to get 30 signatures in a day and a half for my residents? Uh, so I put something on my social media, once again, on uh, Instagram at TitoT's1999. And uh, it took me about an about a half an hour to get 30 signatures. So this is a community was happy. Um, they wanted somebody to stand up. Once again, I'm not a politician. You know, I'm just a person that cares about my community and wants to do something great for my community. I had this opportunity. So I'm running full forward uh, to be Huntington Beach City Council member. And, um, you know, there's three seats that are open. Myself, Casey McEwen, and Gracie Vandermart. Hopefully we'll all be able to uh, fill those seats and make HB safe again. I mean, this is my goal. Um, and as I've been doing this, you know, I've been going from district to district here in Huntington Beach, visiting homes uh, anywhere from 10 to 30 to 40 people per event I go to and get to talk to people. You know, I'm probably done, gosh, at least over 50 different events. Um, I just know, let them know of who I am, where I came from and uh, how I'm living this American dream here in Huntington Beach. And I don't want to lose it. You know, I want to defend Huntington Beach. You know, I want to help the homeless situation that's here in Huntington Beach because it has been growing rapidly over the last 10 years. Um, reopen our economy is really, really important. I mean, just especially for the small businesses here and the tourism that's here. Um, after hopefully November 3rd, this all goes away and uh, we'll have a little more, you know, free leave to get in and, and do the right work for our small community. Um, but at the same time, I think just uh, taking care of the homeless situation is something that is growing rapidly here and here. Um, for the safety of my kids, for the safety of my community, I'm going to step up. I'm going to put my name into it. And you know, once again, I, I keep saying it over and over again. I'm not a politician. You know what I am? I'm a leader. I'm a leader. And I'm going to come in and I'm going to do the right things for my community. Yeah, very well said, Tito. What a story that would be to go from the Huntington Beach bad boy to Huntington Beach mayor. I think that would be uh, quite a story to, to capture. And it could even be a new ring name now, Mayor Ortiz coming into the octagon there. But um, I <laughs> I'll tell you what, I, I've been saying all along, I, I think this hashtag that was created about uh, defund the police, I think that was the biggest gift that was ever given to uh, the Trump c campaign and to just Republicans in general, because I can't see anybody really uh, going along with it. I think it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard of, and response to it has been overwhelming. I know that you have the um, the endorsement of the Huntington Beach uh, Police Department um, as well. And what is the what, what have you been uh, like? What has been the feedback from the community about this defund the police? Most of the community, I would imagine, is against this type of thing. What's been the feedback you've been getting so far from the campaign? One hundred percent. One hundred percent. The uh, community says defund the police is crazy. We need the police. We need law and order in our towns, cities and states and country. It's important. And yes, there is a few bad cops. But once again, there's a few bad priests, there's a few bad doctors, there's a few bad everybody in the profession that they have. But we need to find the right ones uh, to do the right job, the honest way. And uh, defunding the police is just a crazy idea. There's a few uh, candidates that are running for here in city council that want to defund the police. And I don't get it, you know, just uh, I think law and order needs to be restored here in this country. And uh, of course, here in Huntington Beach, the officers have done an amazing job here in Huntington Beach and uh, throughout Orange County. I think they've done an amazing job. But throughout the rest of the state and uh, the country, uh, people need to take a step back and really understand what the police really do for our communities. And it's really, really important. And once again, I'm pro-police, pro-military. Um, you know, I back the Second Amendment. And I think it's very important to fight for our freedom. You know, right now, 
This isn't Republican versus Democrat right now. This is good versus evil, plain and simple. Tyranny versus freedom. And uh, I want to be on the freedom side. I want to be on the side to fight for our republic, fight for what we have here in this country. And, uh, you know, you have the First Amendment, Second Amendment, Third Amendment, you know, all the amendments together, all the way down to 25th. It's really important to make sure that we fight for these things because America can't be lost. America is not going to turn into a socialist country. Hell no. Over my dead body. And I think uh, about a good more than 90 percent of the rest of the country believes the same way. So, you know, the best way to do it is to go to the uh, voting polls and let your voice be heard that way. And that's what I'm doing. That's what all my citizens here in Huntington Beach and here in California, we're trying to make California red. That's our goal. But uh, for the future and the safety of my children and my community, I'm stepping up, uh, you know, just as, as a citizen, you know, and I'm not a politician, but I'll learn. I'll learn the, the details and the, you know, the sacrifices that it takes to make the right decisions, but make sure that I make the right decisions as common sense, because at the end of the day, common sense is uh, what a lot of people need these, this time of day. Yeah, and I, I think I mean I think uh, many people like myself. I think politicians are the problem. I think that's why it's great yes. to see guys like you that are getting involved, that are regular guys. I've had so many uh, different military guys, Sean Parnell and Derek Van Orden, and these guys that are now, uh, you know, bring a lot of experience, a lot of leadership experience to the platform. And I think that's what we need to see more than these just polished politicians who can give a good speech, uh, really just talk a good game, but really never deliver uh, results because they're not passionate about what they're doing. Like guys like you that come from the neighborhood that you're trying to protect and trying to build up. So, and I think to parlay with this whole defund the police thing, you mentioned Black Lives Matter earlier, that one of the, their biggest mission statements was to destroy the nuclear family unit. And I think, I think the breakdown of our family units, the fatherless crisis that we have combined with this whole defund the police campaign, those two things combined, man, they're really creating devastating results uh, on the community. We see that through the rioting and stuff like that. When these kids have no disciplinarian uh, uh, to look up to as a father to keep them in line, that, that's creating havoc all over the place, not just in, in California, but all over the country. And it's getting worse and worse. Uh, but, you know, I, I'll, I'll take a little bit of that back because it seems like uh, people are starting to realize uh, what's going on. Um, the Black Lives Matter, it seems like it has uh, gotten a little bit less. At least little, I've been seeing less of it because um, I think it's hurting the Biden campaign. So I think they kind of called out the dog and saying, look, calm down and kind of slow down on it. Uh, but I mean, this is my opinion, as I see. I know there's a lot of other cities that can still go through the same uh, damage Lives Matter Antifa people are doing, but they got to understand, man, this is America. I mean, I've traveled to different countries, third world countries, and I've seen uh, how bad they really have it. I don't want that here in this in the United States. I don't want this here in, in my city, in my state. And uh, that's why I'm stepping up to fight for it. And I wish a lot of these people would have looked outside the box and look at the history of our country. You know, the forefathers of what they fought for of our independence has been uh, a, a, a big task. But we got to make sure we continue to educate the youth of what our history was, because the only way you're going to learn is from your history. You got to learn from the mistakes that we made before to not to continue those mistakes, because if you do continue those mistakes, it becomes a decision. And it goes back to the schools. You know um, what the colleges are trying to teach the kids now. Uh, it, it's just I, I, I step back and I second guess about putting my, my child through college. You know, um, last night I was uh, with uh, was a Charlie clerk and. He actually told me, he was like, uh, well, he told the whole group that, you know, college is a waste of time because they're trying to indoctrinate every one of the children that are in, in, in college. And it made me second guess it, uh, maybe second guess school in general. But uh, does it come to a point where we're going to start homeschooling our children? Um, I don't think that. And you talk about a nuclear family. Nuclear family should be the number one, whether it's a mother or father. 
and the children are taken care of, you know, get rid of the nannies, get rid of those, you know, yeah, so there could be a time where you want to have a time on your own and you do need a nanny to come in and take care of your child for the night that you're with your wife or a significant other. But at the end of the day, a nuclear family is very, very important. And I think education uh, is a number one thing, but making sure you're teaching the right part of history, the right side of history of, uh, of how many people have died for our country, of uh, what the forefathers have fought for for this country. You know, this, this country was built on freedom. It wasn't built on slavery, and people try to say that. And it's a, it's a wrong uh, agenda that they're trying to push from the left. Yeah, and I know that by you putting yourself out there, it's not just you that goes out there, it's your family as well. So what kind of like, what has been the response like? Have your kids been hearing stuff from school? Uh, has how, how, how was Amber's reaction when you told her that you were deciding to run? What was the response from your kids and what has been the feedback from them? Well, All right, dads, the barbershops are finally open, but I can tell you right now, there's hair in one place they're never going to cut, and that's right around the area that made you a father in the first place. And when it comes to such a delicate area, you need the right tool for the job. The Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 is a premium electric trimmer that is waterproof with skin-safe technology designed to reduce nicks or tugs in those valuables in your short pants. Also, Manscaped just released their Shears 2.0 luxury four-piece nail kit featuring tempered stainless steel tools and includes tip tweezers, rounded point scissors, fingernail clippers, and a medium grit nail file so you can pluck your eyebrows and trim your nails in style. And right now, First Class Fatherhood listeners are going to save 20% off your order, plus get free shipping with my special promo code FATHER. Visit Manscaped.com and use the promo code FATHER and save 20% off your order, plus get free shipping. Manscaped.com, promo code FATHER, and you can shave that unwanted hair in your underwear today. Yeah, and I know that by you putting yourself out there, it's not just you that goes out there, it's your family as well. So what kind of like, what has been the response like? Have your kids been hearing stuff from school? Uh, has how, how, how was Amber's reaction when you told her that you were deciding to run? What was the response from your kids and what has been the feedback from them? Well, first I had to sit down and you know, we sat in our living room and I said, guys, uh, talking to my boys and uh, Amber and just telling them, um, I think I want to be mayor. Uh, she like smiled at me. She goes, really? You think you can do it? I go, I know I can do it. And I go, I got to do the city council member first. And she's all, it's a lot of work. And then I was like, well, you know, I'm a hard worker. You know, I love to work hard and I like to do the right thing, the honest thing, you know, and uh, let's do it. And uh, I have my boys out passing flyers uh, throughout the community. Um, We have a great team with the Tito team. Uh, Amber helping promote. Of course, Amber's doing the Save Our uh, Children initiative um, for the human sex trafficking. So she has her job, her table filled or her plate filled. But at the same time, it's just having the support of my family. It's uh, really important. Not just the support of my family, though. I think the support, the support of the community, because it's it has been literally a wildfire here in Huntington. Everybody's talking about me. Everybody's saying how happy they are that I'm running because they're like, we're sick of politicians coming here and ruining our city because they have been doing it over the last 10 years. Now I'm stepping up as a part of the community to be the voice, be the conduit for each one of uh, our constituents that are here in Huntington Beach to do the right thing, to do the honest, common sense thing for the city. Yeah, good stuff, Tito. And now what about as far as your fight career? Are you still under contract? Do you have any more fights that you're supposed to be obligated to? And how does that work out if you are elected uh, city council here? Are you able to fight while you ha- hold that position? Yes, I'm able to fight while I hold this position. And this has been a question to from a few people that's been on Facebook that's saying, well, how are you going to train and be city council? Well, city council only works 20 hours a week. 
people can understand, I do about anywhere from 50 to 60 hours of training a, uh, a week. And if I'm able to find the happy medium, I have one more fight left. I'll fight uh, next year. Um, just because of this whole year of uh, COVID uh, pandemic has been just uh, a nightmare. So, you know, after our country kind of gets restarted, the economy gets restarted and we're able to have, you know, um, in show appearances for uh, the public to come in and watch fights, uh, I'll be competing. But uh, I'm able to do both. I'm a hard worker. I, you know, I, I ran Punishment Athletics. I ran uh, Prime Time 360 Management Company. I ran TO Auto Group. And I trained for my fights. So this is just uh, uh, another piece of meat put on the plate for me. And I'm willing to indulge and just uh, make the best of I possibly can. Uh, and I'm going to win. I know I'm going to win. Uh, I didn't do this to lose. I do this to win. Honey, to going to win so much, you're going to get sick of winning. Yeah, I love that, Tito. And what about raining it back into you here as a dad here? What would you say are the top values that you're hoping to instill in your kids here growing up? The top values, hoping to instill in my children growing up, uh, to question everything. Question everything and to research everything. Don't believe what people tell you. Research what people tell you. And you got to do the research beyond it. Uh, show them values, um, to be respectful, uh, opening door for women, uh, for girls. Uh, always, of course, girls go first. Uh, just be respectful gentlemen. That's what I'm, uh, I'm building right now. And I, people say, how are your boys? I actually say my men are doing great because I'm making men. I'm not making entitled uh, little boys. I'm making hardworking men. You know, you, you see uh, the guy, their whole list of uh, chores they have to do. And they're like, Dad, we got to do this. I go, boys, this is just the easy part. I got to pay the bills. I got to put clothes in their back. I got to put food on the table. I go, I got to work my butt off to make sure the lights are on, the gas is on. You guys have a warm shower. All I ask you guys to do is just get educated and work hard and make sure you do your chores. They go, well, that's not so hard, Dad. So then they get it, you know, and to instill greatness to my children. And once again, I'm trying to build men to give back to society in a positive manner. That's my job as a father. I'm not going to do the same mistakes that my father did by being absent. I refuse to do that. I refuse to let the chain continue. I want to break the chain and I want to make it new for the future fathers out there to let them know that it is possible, that being a parent is not easy. It's not far from being easy. If you want to be a parent, you better be ready to be to not be uh, or to be responsible and not to step back and think that it's just given that it's easy because it's not easy. It's not easy being a parent for all the mothers out there. You guys work your butts off. Congratulations. The fathers out there that work tirelessly jobs, overtime hours. Good job. You're doing it for the right reason. But make sure you take time to talk to your child uh, with my kids. They don't have cell phones. They don't have an iPad. Well, my oldest has a cell phone because he's 18, but uh, my youngest that are 11 right now, they won't have a cell phone or access to an iPad to at least 14 to 15 years old. They did get on the computer, of course, now for Zoom and so forth for classes. But, you know, I think uh, just technology of having a cell phone is too much access uh, for their brains at such a young of an age. Of course, when I took child development when I was in college, I learned these things and uh, I was very fortunate to learn those things. Uh, now that I have children, I can apply them to them also. Yeah, and you mentioned there earlier there, you mentioned something about human trafficking. And I've had several guys, Craig Sawyer and a couple others that deal with this human trafficking. And a lot of it is all coming uh, through the phone, through the cell phones, and especially these video games. I know my kids are big into the Fortnite and the Minecraft, and they do in these chat rooms and stuff like that. Um, is there anything out there? Like, I don't know if there's any, is there anything um, in particular in Huntington Beach that's dedicated towards uh, protecting the kids uh, from human trafficking, anything like that? Well, I think uh, just the uh, Save Our Children initiative uh, that Amber Nicole Miller uh, does right now, and is they've been doing up and down uh, the coast here of uh, California, and it's been spread like wildfire uh, across the states. 
Um, finally, parents are stepping up. Finally, parents are looking over their children to watch what they're looking at, uh, you know, getting on TikTok or taking them off of TikTok, you know, um, on Fortnite, making sure they're not getting in private room chats because that's where a, a lot of kids are getting, um, you know, I'm not sure about the exact details of some of the things because I make sure I watch my children and make sure that they don't um, look into those things. But I think uh, parents just need to be responsible to watch what your child is doing, watch or see who your children are around, see who your children are talking to. If they have cell phones, to make sure what apps they have on their phone um, and make sure that uh, they're being parents. I think that's important to be a, a responsible parent and just make sure you take care of your children the right way. Yeah, very well said. And what's your game plan here for Election Day? How do you plan on spending the day? Hmm, I don't know. I haven't thought about that yet. I've been just going day by day. You know, I've been doing uh, meet and greets now anywhere from uh, two to three a day, every day, um, Monday through Monday, <laughs> Monday through Sunday, no days off. <laughs> but it's it's been good. You know, uh, last week, or excuse me, just this last uh, Sunday, I got an opportunity to go uh, meet with Donald Trump uh, at the event that they had in Newport Beach. And it was like a rock concert just to see the energy from the community of uh, Orange County, I have a feeling California may turn red. I really do, just support, because I think people are fed up with the Democratic Party of what they've done. Um, and I, well, let me rephrase that, because there's a lot of Democrats out there who love America, who understand America. I think it's the left that are capturing um, most of the Democratic Party to make them believe one way, and we shouldn't believe one way. We should believe in our own ideas and be a free thinker. And like I said, when I was there, I, I was just in awe by how much uh, support the president has here in Orange County. And I'm very, very thankful for it. Yeah, very cool. And do you have any kind of have you thought beyond this yet? Or are you just focused on the goal of city council mayor? Is this something you think political uh, career is going to stick to you? Are you seeing yourself going beyond this or are you right now focusing just on the mayor part? Well, I mean, right now is strictly Huntington Beach. This is my number one goal. You know, five years from now, you never know. Um, as I get more and more educated on the political side of it, um, I won't be politically correct. I'll make sure that I speak with my mind and my heart and that's and common sense. And uh, that's how a normal life uh, should be ran, not be told uh, how to say things or what to be what to be said. Um, I, like I say, I got an opportunity to sit at a round table with Donald Trump and ask questions. And he was just having a conversation like this between me and you. He wasn't a polished politician. And I think the people are sick of having those polished politicians that sit there and lie and deceit and promise the world, but never uh, fulfilling any of those promises. And once again, we can sit back and look and see all the promises that Donald Trump has done. And he's doing them, each and every one of them. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. Last thing I'll hit you with here, Tito. I know I, this is the second go around for you on the show. I always love to close it out with the last question. Uh, what kind of advice do you have for the new dad or for that about to be father who's out there listening? So for uh, let's start from the beginning, uh, the new fathers, the new fathers out there, you guys are in for a lot of work. You know, the first uh, 15 years is probably the hardest work that you'll ever do in your life. Uh, and this is just an opinion of myself. Uh, don't give your kids a cell phone. Take away the iPads. Don't give it to them until at least 14 to 15 years old. And it will help. You'll see a kid being a lot more social with other kids. As I see a lot of kids. Uh, that are my kids age that sit there and they don't have conversations. They walk in my house. I'm like, Hey, how you doing? They're like, oh, hi. And they're like, they're really shunned to a lot of things. But then a lot of their friends who don't have cell phones and I see them like, hi, how you doing Blake? Like, how you doing Mr. Ortiz? And they're very outgoing. Um, so just making sure you're not making mistakes. And if you do make a mistake, don't make a mistake twice uh, with your children. You got to understand the children are seeing things for the first time in their lives. They've never seen anything before. So you got to make sure that you, just do the right thing as a father. 
Now, for the fathers that are fathers right now, um, continue doing hard work. Uh, sit your children at the table for dinner. Turn the television off. Put the cell phones down and have your time uh, with your family. Have your time with your kids. Ask them about their day. Ask them about school. Ask them what they learned through school. Ask them what they learned through the day. Um, just try to be a responsible parent because, once again, none of these children want to be brought into this earth. You guys, myself, we wanted them here. So once we wanted them here, we've got to make the responsibility to be a, a present father, a present mother, or a present family, a nuclear family, because that's what works here in the United States. And we need to continue to have that. God is the biggest uh, man above that is looking over all of us. And I think it's important. And uh, we've got to make sure we teach it to our children, the qualities of life, the qualities of uh, success. Through hard work and determination, we can achieve anything. You know, as I sit here in my house, uh, I literally live in a castle. I literally have my boat right here behind my house. I live on the water. This has been my dream as a kid. And I, I've been wanting to accomplish that. It was nothing that my parents ever gave me, but it was something that was set in my mind that I wanted to achieve for myself. So now I'm able to give it to my children and show them what hard work and dedication is about so they can achieve these same type of things. You know, my oldest son, Jacob, he's like, dad, I'm getting into business. I don't want to be a fighter. I was like, Thank you, son. I was really happy you said that. But once again, it comes down to education and that they're learning the right things. And they're not getting indoctrinated by colleges of, of uh, them trying to teach uh, God, socialism or anything like that. That is a huge word that I never really understood until I got older. And then once I got older and I started educating myself on it to realize how gnarly those things are. So as all the fathers out there, just make sure you do the right thing. If it feels like it's wrong, then it's probably wrong. But teach your children uh manners, teach your children, respect, values, uh, what holds deep to your heart. You know, of course, God above uh, is what we hold deep to our hearts also. And, uh, you know, I, I just just try to do the right thing. You know, I make mistakes. I never make a mistake twice. Um, I don't plan on making any more mistakes. Uh, but uh, at the end of the day is just to be a responsible parent, a responsible father, a responsible mother, but a responsible family, a nuclear family that each household in America needs. We need to keep this freedom. We need to keep this, uh, this country safe. And uh, our president's gonna do it. And as a father, I'm gonna do it uh, for my city, for my children, and for my community. Yeah, extremely well said. I love the message. This has really been an honor for me. Uh, Tito Ortiz, you're a first class father all the way. And thank, thank you, you so much for coming back to First Class Fatherhood. Of course, man, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. And uh, all fathers out there, you can do it. All mothers out there, keep doing it. All families out there, Keep doing it. I believe in you. We all believe in you. Let's keep America great. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I got to give a special thank you once again to Tito Ortiz for coming back to the podcast here and giving me a few minutes of his time. That was so cool. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys, or drop me a DM on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I always love to read your feedback. And nothing but the best of luck tomorrow. I think Tito Ortiz is going to crush this election, and I have no doubt he will be elected to city council of his hometown of Huntington Beach. And sooner or later, we will see a Mayor Ortiz in the future. All right, tomorrow is election day, and I've got a phenomenal guest on the podcast here. John Cummings is looking to unseat the congresswoman known as AOC. He is a former NYPD officer and teacher in the Bronx, New York. Don't miss out on that episode. John Cummings will be here with me tomorrow. That's all I got for you guys today. I'm Alec Lace. Thank you for listening to First Class Fatherhood. And please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first class fathers. Bye.